This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. My mind is a little boggled by the episode we saw. So. I know. I, I, I know. I did the ding for tradition, but it it feels kind of celebrational, and I don't really feel like celebrating tonight for obvious reasons. But I think, um, yeah, I think everyone was tweeting us and messaging yep. us privately and saying, "Hey, we really need to talk tonight. Please don't skip." And Jason and I definitely were not going to skip this episode. I- no way. You know, it, it's so funny before we get into it, guys. I just want to welcome everyone and especially everyone listening on the podcast. Welcome to Anchor Watch, our late night below deck chat every Tuesday night, 11 p.m. It's our late night chat. We take over and we do Anchor Watch. So Josh and I take over Adam's channel. And tonight we have a couple of people joining us. We have Bailey who's joined us before, and we also have Captain Sean in here to answer some questions at the end. So this is crazy. Before we get started, let's bring up Bailey and let's jump straight into this because how do you want to start this? Well, Bailey, Bailey, welcome to the show. Bailey, for those of you guys who might not have met Bailey yet, good friend of ours and uh yeah i just love her she's a, a a good friend from outside of here too like in the yes real world so in the real world welcome to youtube also <laughs> need to come back sooner than later so i can come back on a happier i know i know i know i you know jason like a little backstory i was watching and i know on the east coast you were already in, asleep and i'm watching like 10ish my time and I turned to Natalie and I'm like, this, I don't know if just Jason and I should oh. be handling this episode alone. So I was right. like, do you think Bailey's up? And now he's like, Bailey's fun and <laughs> free. You know, it, it would be kind of it would be kind of weird just to have like two guys sitting here talking yeah. about, you know, what yeah. we saw. I do have to say the end of episode six going into seven, that right when we got the whole door slam from Luke, which we're going to get into, guys, we're going to slowly work our way there. Get yeah. to the big talk of what everyone wants to talk about, what everyone's been talking about in the chat. I know everyone has their own opinions. We have our own opinions. Just keep it respectful. Um, you know, because in subjects like this, people like to get, you know, uh, do, 
to talk. So, and you know um, what? Everybody has the right to be passionate about this. Everyone has the right to voice their opinion. Just please voice it in a way that's open for others. Um, and yeah, but um, look, our our group is really respectful. Even in yeah. the our, our replay crew uh, this week again, I went through and I was answering you guys and stuff. Even when people differ in opinions or feel, you know, opposite of how Jason and I might feel, you guys do a really good job of expressing it in a way that is open to dialogue. And I appreciate that. So a hundred percent. And that's why we have Bailey on too, because yes. um, we feel the same about her. So Bailey, thanks again for being here. Let's just jump right in because we got two episodes. I was complaining about this two episode thing, like back when it was on sailing, but I'm actually enjoying watching two episodes a week of Down Under. Josh, are you still on the? the I'm still on the Give Me One Episode a Week, except last night, and I was like, I could go for three. I need to know what's going on. We need to see everything. I'm so glad that they had two hours for this particular situation, and there was like some sort of resolution because to leave viewers hanging in that type of situation, if the door would just would have slammed, and then we had to wait a week. I'm, I think hats off to production on not dragging something like that out because it doesn't need to be. We need resolution now. 100% Bailey. And it, it almost yeah. would have felt disgusting if it was used yeah. as a cliffhanger. Yeah. Like you would, you know, yeah. Oh, yeah. starting a fight or something like that. It, it would have been really distasteful. So Bravo has not always done well. Let's be honest about handling some situations. Last night I walked away feeling like, bravo team did well in handling this from yeah. in front yeah. of the camera and behind the camera um hopefully others yeah. feel the same way um guys let us know in the live chat we see you i'm trying to pay attention to that so you know if we come across a subject go ahead we'll try to bring up your comment um i do have to agree guys the behavior we saw was unacceptable disgusting i also want to say this just kind of to pre pre-do this because or, or to preempt this josh because you just talked about how sometimes we don't always see bravo take the right route and i know in our group chats um in our live chats and stuff adam and i have brought this up so many times just because we worked with all of the vanderpump rules people and and all of those restaurants and many many times you know production was was behind or delayed and in a delay you know they could all be waiting at, at let, let's say they're filming at at pump or sir while they're delayed, production buys them rounds and rounds and rounds of drinks. Then right when everyone's a little ready to go, they start to turn on the cameras. So we've seen that before. And, you know, I do understand because I've seen a lot of people say, well, Bravo does this to young people. Bravo feeds them alcohol, puts them in these situations and look. But I'm thinking to myself, aren't these people like older than 21 years old and have some kind of free will and choice in what they do? And well, the decisions and choices they make. Let's not forget, too, these are professionals working their profession. So these aren't kids at summer camp, yeah. you know, 18 years old. So um, real quick, we had the super chat. Good morning, 5 a.m. I had to be here. I have zero tolerance for L&L as a survivor of SA. I have so many thoughts and feelings. 100%. Sadly, sadly, I think you're not alone in this crowd, which really bums me out. But I thank you and appreciate you for coming on board and saying that. Um, yeah. That's yeah. Uh, thank you, TT Doll. We hope you're you're feeling good, feeling better. Um, did we read Brandy's uh, super? No, chat I think really we, quick? I, we didn't grab Brandy's yet. Hold on a second, guys. Sorry for. Uh, here we go. Brandy says this is a very sensitive topic. As a survivor of SA, it was hard to watch. Thank God for Asia and production. 
Thank you so much, Brandy, for your uh, super chat and for your comment. I want to ask you a question, though. Do you think that um, as much as it was hard to watch, it was important to see the reaction of what happened? Uh, in in what aspect? What do you mean? Uh, just just to see, I, just because we have watched Bravo kind of sometimes go the wrong route on on decisions that they've made while filming, it's it kind of nice to see production kind of step in. It's kind of nice to see Captain Jason make quick decisions. It's kind of nice to see Aisha really like take that leadership, you know, uh, position, well, which we didn't really see her do season one. Admittedly, Bailey, you're way more experienced in the Bravo world than I, so I feel like you could actually speak to this better than I can. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, it was super enlightening to see it, uh, everything transpire so quickly. That's kind of what I was saying earlier, that I'm glad it was in a two-hour episode and we were able to get it resolved quickly. Um, but what I thought, what I, I don't even want to say the word liked about viewing not the situation, but the things beforehand, the behaviors that Luke and Laura were both doing throughout all of the episodes leading up is what I found interesting, where I was like, there is a pattern here with both of them. And it's it's not to say no one could have avoided the situation, both the situations at all. I'm just making a point that there were behaviors that were very similar, where they were both probing so hard and and being so incredibly aggressive and both victims and in, in this were saying no multiple times so you're, you're seeing it on television having them say no and you're seeing still it's, go it's insane so i'm, I, here, I'm yeah. gonna come to your point really quick bailey this is uh this is one episode with laura and and luke the other you know culprit and then you have of course this episode where she's there again trying to get on the top bunk she isn't wanted it's insane it's insane so grateful that we were able to i'm able to see like that because i actually watched both of these episodes um after knowing the situation so i was kind of hyper aware of their behavior so i was like tallying all the things that were was happening that was like piling up and I was like no this doesn't happen at the end no no it does not and it, and, and sure enough it's it's just insane so nothing anyone could have avoided uh it just it was crazy and eerie to watch the behaviors leading up and hmm. you know something to kind of to think about the, the this season leading up to this so I mean, we're in it. I guess we're going to talk about it, right? There's really yeah. Okay, so I mean, well, we can we can talk about what led up to the situation, um, what happened, and kind of everyone's thoughts. I see it already in the live chat, but just to, to bounce off uh, and a quick recap, we see our chef, who I'm really enjoying, and I want to ask you guys how you feel about uh, Chef Serena this season because I think she is killing it. Um, she made a boo boo last time, and then this time redeemed herself in a meal that she has never made for a memorial of the primary guest's uh, mother. And she killed it. She pulled it off. And it, it's so interesting to me because until we got to that situation that happened in episode seven, everything was going really well. We were enjoying the show. Uh, the boat, the, the, the deck crew brought the boat in at night uh, when there was a storm. We saw the chef turn it around, the interiors working well together, and then boom, we get hit with this. But how did you feel about the chef, or Chef Serena in particular, and our biggest tip uh, this season? And we love big tips here at Anchor Watch. Yeah, you know what? The so 
look, everyone makes mistakes, right? Like the, the chef, she made some mistakes. Admittedly, she didn't read preference sheets. She wasn't properly prepared. Everybody makes mistakes in their job. The difference to me, what makes a winner and a loser is the acceptance of responsibility when somebody makes a mistake, how quickly they accept responsibility and then how quickly they recover. Yeah. What I really like about her is before anyone else can say you messed up or, oh, my gosh, you, you know, you, you dropped the ball on that. She's saying it. She's pointing it out. She's saying, guys, I dropped the ball on that. I messed up. And then she takes it as a point of pride that I'm going to blow them away the next opportunity I get to make up for that. And to me, I'm like, yes, great chef, uh, just great worker and team member yeah. in general. Bailey, totally. what are you, what do you I, think? The, uh, the accountability, 100%. Um, I love her going out in her tracksuit. I love her making the comment on the last episode. I actually forgot I had a boyfriend. He was so boring. I adore her. <laughs> She's fantastic. Um, yeah, and I love her and Culver being flirty with each other. I think it's adorable. I love it. It's, it's I mean, yeah, you get, and- you get the exact opposite. Here's two people being completely respectful of one another, treating each other with dignity. And yes. it's nice to watch. It's cute. It's a hundred percent. That's what, that's what I was trying to kind of verbalize earlier, like watching the behaviors of their flirtation and even mm-hmm. Harry and Margot, he's putting the note under her pillow. It's adorable. It's playful. And then there's aggressors. <laughs> it's, it, there's like, there is, it's so clear. So like as a viewer, it's just been interesting to see these two on either side. And and while we're there, uh, this is something a point I was going to make before, and I I think it's appropriate now before we go into the big discussion. But as far as the past goes, you can see Culver and Harry are both looking at these two women and treating them as like special people they aspire to spend time with and be close to. Like they're respecting the person. For Luke. We see a repeated, um, his actions are repeatedly just treating these women as complete objects to get what he wants uh, in that hormonal moment. You know what I mean? Is there something that you have to have on your resume to be a bosun? Uh, Like, I have to be... (laughs) Like what are we Gary and Luke? Like yeah. even we have Joao coming in, you know, who from Below Deck Med, and we're already getting previews of him like ripping through the ladies. It's like this is not a good look. Yeah, you know, not a good look. Some would call that small dick energy. <laughs> yeah, most people would call that small. T- <laughs> you know what? It's so funny. If I could put all their photos up, I I might imagine that they might be that small. I'm not sure. Um, yeah. <laughs> all right, so this episode you know, going into to episode seven, which is where we see a lot of the revelation, but we see kind of episode six, take a really, really dark and intense turn. Um, it's re- it was really kind of troubling to watch because everyone just got home from this night out. Everyone is very drunk, not more than a normal below deck crew drunk, but like really kind, uh, of-, kind of more than normal. Natalie and I were talking about it. We were watching it and we're like, why are they so ripped? And and if you saw, they kept ordering rounds of tequila shots and hard liquor fast and furious in a short amount of time can really put you over the edge. They, many of them, it seemed, were at like 
blackout. I mean, literally Luke supposedly said later that he, he didn't remember. He blacked out. Margot blacked out like she was nurtured and carried up to her bed basically by the other gals and said, go to sleep. And, you know, she doesn't even really remember the evening. And so it's like, yeah, yeah, I was, it was, uh, it was just a bit, it was crazy. It was a bit much, you know, I was shocked too. And Bailey, I want to know what you think about this. Like Asia's intuition, her, like as a woman Mm. saw something. Yeah. Did you see it on camera? 1000%. Let me tell you. There are two types of ladies in this world. So when I go out with my girlfriends, I, after a few margaritas, let's say, I go to the bathroom and there's usually other women in that bathroom. And most of them are adjusting my hair if I have something crazy. They're, they're like, oh, you have toilet paper on your shoe. Oh my gosh, does anyone have a tampon? What have you? Those are called girls' girls, okay? The other type of female is Alora. <laughs> They are not an ally. They don't look out for you. They're the one banging your boyfriend in front of you. Okay. There are two types of women and I saw Aisha be one and I saw Laura be another. And I 100%, I mean, I don't, I don't, I wasn't there physically right to know like the Luke vibes. I'm sure she felt something like very different than what I like as a viewer I was watching, but even from a distance based on what he was saying throughout the last few episodes, he, in the car, he was cuddling Margot, took off his shirt. I don't know if you guys noticed that. He yeah. took off his shirt in the back of the car while holding her. I was like, he also took it off on the dance floor before that. Like, he kept yeah. taking his shirt off every, like, basically after he put it on, he would then take it back yeah. off. <laughs> I'm going to put my shirt on, take it off, and be cool. So I also weird. didn't love the position, you know, like, I, I mean, they were both inebriated, so who knows? But the position that like she was in, in his lap, in the van, and it's just like, why don't you just put her, put her, push her up, or like put her on your shoulder, maybe not like in your crotch. And he was very comfortable with that, and that kind of gave me vibes. Like there were a few moments leading up to this that gave me like really bad vibes from from Luke for sure. I don't know. Call me old fashioned. I'm the kind of guy who thinks it's fun when the girls with it and wanting it. You know what I mean? Like I, I don't, I don't get this whole. It is a different mindset of a guy who can take advantage of that. It's yeah, gross. that situation. It, yeah. it, it, it's it's disgusting, and it's like as a father too. Like I have a five year old little boy and a two year old, almost three year old little girl. I'm worried like crazy for her, and I'm also like hypersensitive, like things I say and how I'm raising my son, and. It's yeah, it's just scary. And and it's only getting scarier because I feel like in the culture, like I don't know, the objectifying of each other in general is being like ratcheted up and like I don't know, I sound like such a prude, but like things aren't <laughs> special or sacred like they used to be. I mean the, pa- for the I, fact where a dude like Luke can go out and kind of expect something on a first date and some girls would be totally down just bums me out. Like, I'm like, where are we as a society? Like, is this, is this, know. have we, have we progressed? Is this progressing? Like, is this good for us as our soul, as a, you know, as a general population? I don't think so. I really don't. I, I listen, I, and we're, <laughs> this is why we have shows like below deck down under. <laughs> 
because it never progresses. You know, it just gets worse, apparently. Um, I honestly thought Gary's comment about the period was the maddest I'd ever be. And very wrong. <laughs> this is the maddest I've ever been. Very bad. soon after. I mean, I don't know if there's something to the formula. I don't know what it is they're they're trying to do with these these certain situations. But I thought the way this situation, again, like we said before, was handled was a little more appropriate. You know, we saw... Uh, the producers intervened very, very quickly on Luke. And when I noticed it was going to be a problem, a big problem, is when he got up and got so mad. And you could see it in his face. I have a photo. Um, you could really see just how angry and aggressive he was in his face to close the store on producers. And he kept like, saying, oh, no, F them, F them. Like, you ruined my... I had a good thing going there. Like, it was really... Look evil. at her. It was like evil. Look at her. She's not she's not there. And then he asked her too right before, how are you feeling, Margot? And she, you know, she wasn't feeling well. He says, Are you a nine out of ten or a ten out of ten? She said a ten. I want to sleep. Yeah. That means get the hell out of my uh, bed. KC brings up a really good point. I'm still disgusted by Luke kissing Margot without her consent. The first yeah. week, first night out. Oh yes, I totally forgot. Another about that. another example of uh yeah. the behaviors, <laughs> the tallying of behaviors. Yeah. yeah. I yes. mean it's insane. He, yeah. he made comments in the that same night. Let's see if I can get you alone. Uh, come cuddle me. Like all of these things. And by the way, Laura was doing a lot of these same things throughout the not even we'll, night. We'll, we'll get to her. We are definitely going to get to her. Like, let's, it's hard let's, not uh, to like draw the line between the two because there there were very yep. similar behaviors. But and we so so unexpected too. Yeah, go ahead, Josh. I was just gonna say, Jason, tackle these two super chats because I think we definitely should highlight. These Absolutely, uh, TT doll. Thank you again for the super chat. Did you hear Laura said that she had lovers around the world? I bet she is stalking them. There can only be one way she has lovers all over the world. She has proved it on this boat. It is just really pure stalking. Do you know? Um, and thank you again, TT doll. Those eyes are pure evil, black. I assume. Yeah, she's I referring to that photo. Yeah, yeah. That one? No, 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 Jason. Go to the one where he's. I think that she's one? referring. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. those eyes weren't. Those eyes were gone. Yeah. <laughs> they were gone, gone long before. Um, you know what was quite interesting too um, about Laura? I forgot my train of thought here, but um, is I just wasn't expecting that. Uh, you know, I we had watched her like kind of just. She it, it's gotten so annoying that um, I'm annoyed as a viewer watching her. But she did put out issue an apology on social media. I think today or yesterday, um, saying that she apologized for for maybe not seeing what was actually happening. Or maybe not being aware, but I'm like, really, the, the, the proof is in the pudding, and the pudding was you, in your you face. Were told, you were told exactly what happened. Don't give me this. You didn't see it. You were yeah. told. Did Jason not sit the crew down and have yeah. a discussion? So let's, okay, let's let's work through the timeline. And so, yeah, so this incident happens. Um, you know it's very serious, too, when the producers are breaking the third wall. The fourth wall, excuse me. They don't like to be seen. They don't want to be shown. They don't want you to know there's producers. They want you to feel like we are spying on a crew and there's not cameras there. It's not a TV show. We happen to be catching them in raw moments. The truth of the matter is this is a production with a huge team. I mean, Captain Sean has already told us there's literally a second yacht right outside this yacht with a huge production crew. And they're doing like there's so many people. When they have to step in front of the camera to save a crew member and stop something like this from happening, wow, have you 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 have crossed a line? Um, 
And so we see that's that's what the end of that the first episode, the, the first half, I should say, of this mega episode ends with the crew going, hey, Luke, you need to open the door. You can't do this. You can't do this. And they had teased us with that. We didn't know what it was. I thought it was going to be he got in a fight or something. He seemed like a hothead. Right. Yeah. I didn't know that they were essentially saving a girl from being assaulted. But um, they they step in front and then they pull him out. They make him leave. And thank goodness they stayed there until he was in the clear also i'm just curious was it coincidental the power went out or did he trip it out that's one i didn't know some, some people have been saying something because they said it wasn't the power that was supplying the boat it wasn't the power on land that went out so it, i i don't know i'm i'm not sure yeah it's, that's it's that very was strange a little, it's almost it, like he pulled the cert like inside post tripped the power and then ran to her room in the dark but like that would be the cherry on top of this That'd yeah be i assumed no. it was like a coincidence but he took advantage of the situation gotcha. he like sprinted down there he didn't try and suss out the power he ran down to that room threw his towel off and ran into her bedroom into the to well the right there right there okay like okay we've seen the crew before this is this is the issue we see the crew before they go and they cuddle or whatever you know their little one night stands on the boat or whatever the hell happens in that crazy world but they go in and and whatever we don't see someone without permission just jumping naked into someone's bed we've never we haven't seen Margot and luke in bed before we don't know that they've had a relationship or had been that close before and then there he is just jumping in like that i think that made it kind of um even more inappropriate yeah a hundred percent for sure but you know while this is going on we have a situation of our own with laura who just won't leave Adam alone all night. It was the the crew nights out, and I, I don't know what is into her. It, it just, she called Luke her boyfriend. She's calling Adam baby, and, and now she wants to give him a massage. And I just don't know if she knows how this works. Well, you know? again, <laughs> we, have, really sure. we have another person treating other people like objects. She didn't yeah. genuinely like him. She went for him. Because Luke told her no, and she it, it won't be told no, and will get what she wants. Like, so it had nothing to do with. Wow, I had a genuinely good connection with this guy. I really like. Yeah. I think it's like nope. It was like I will get what I want, and so if not you, then now you. And it's like, well, I mean, we how do you saw that after when she was like, oh, Luke would have hopped in my bed. I would have been like, let's go, baby. It, it was it, you can. It's not. It wasn't about the person. It's never. It's not ever about the person. It was everything to do with ownership and pride and being a shitty person. <laughs> <laughs> being a shitty yeah, person so looking for the wrong let, kind of tip. Let's unpack that. Bailey, tell us, like, so what happened? So uh, Luke separated. Aisha goes to Captain Jason, says, hey, I need to talk to you. Tells him what happened. To his credit, he immediately walks over, gets the room key, goes, lets himself into the room and says, buddy, you're going to a hotel tonight and just gets him right off the boat. No hesitation. No. What should we do? You're still. Yeah, you're still a danger. Um, Gets her off the boat. gets him off the boat. And I'm going to rush through this because I want Bailey to talk about what Laura now said. But like, so gets him off the boat. Next morning, texts him and goes, hey, bud, come back to the boat so we can talk. Keeps the, the crew together in the he brings them together and says, hey, something went on We're he will no longer be with us. Doesn't let him make contact with the crew, which I appreciated. Yes. Talked to him separately and said, pack your shit and go. And so 
you're gone. Send them off. The crew now has this discussion. They've been told, you know, hey, it wasn't her fault. This is what happened, blah, blah, blah. Then it leads us to what we think now is they're going to get ready and get ready for charter, and it's going to be smooth sailing ahead. And that's where we have this conversation you alluded to, Bailey. So why don't you kind of fill us in there of what happened, what went down? Yeah, so everyone kind of leaves that parlor area. Margot and and everyone at this point is like patting Margot's back and checking in on her and giving her all the love. And we hear her comments later and she's like, talking about how sad and embarrassed and disappointed she is, but she also felt so much love. So with all the love she's getting, here's Laura on, they're hanging out on the floor post tip meet or post uh, meeting with, with Captain Jason. And she was kind of probing Margot, like, Hey, what happened? Like what's going on? And Margot opens up and tells her what she did not have to do. Um, And following that there was no, are you okay? I'm so sorry that happened to you. Mm-hmm. Her first concern was, I'm so sad. Luke's going. That like blew my mind. She was so upset that Luke left and there was no opportunity to say goodbye. She questioned Margot on uh, the validity of her story of what happened. She um, was quite literally like tearing up. And then following that multiple times, she had interactions with Margot and not one time did she ask if Margot was okay, by the way, which matters, right? In <laughs> all of this. Right. It, it's like what you were saying earlier, two kinds of girls, the girl's girl and the one who's, you know, non-girl's girl. <laughs> yeah. Non-girl's girl. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Doesn't necessarily have to be, be a guy's girl, but just like a non-girl's girl, which is the part that matters. And, and, being a non-girl's girl, she was Team Luke and was vehemently pissed off and, and sad that she didn't get to say her goodbyes to Luke. Yeah. Yeah, we have some super chats here, Jason. Why don't you... Let's go through them really quick, too. Also, um, Doll, thanks again for the super chat. How do you feel about Ashley Gary's situation after what we've seen now? I hate this. I'm a spokesperson in Norway for people that are victims. I love Captain Jason and Asia. Yes. Um, Ashley and Gary's situation. I mean, he, do you remember that? That I mean, I yes, was, he, disappointed, yeah. he disappointed and creeped us out all season. Um, unfortunately. Yeah. Ashley was an aggressor. I, I, I agree as well. I think they're both aggressors, but they, it was just toxic. And, uh, I do think it's a little bit different situation, but it's similar bucket, right? It's all the same right. crap and it's right. still equally awful. Uh, TD doll. Thank you again. Um, I felt it from day one with them both. That's yeah. interesting. I want to bring this uh, comment up with worth Avenue yachts guys. Worth Avenue yachts is in our description below. If you want to know more about yachting, we have actually captain Sean here from worth Avenue yachts and from below deck tonight. Uh, and they say power outages are probably the engineers switching generation generators. The boat is quite old and they don't have a seamless transfer, which it's very interesting. I can't wait to ask Captain Sean about that. Yeah. Well. And that's also like, how lucky are we to have Captain Sean and Worth Avenue Yachts like support for our show? The fact that we're talking about the industry, but we actually have the industry in here answering questions and 100%. teaching us about things that like we would have no idea, you know, about. And it's zero dimension <laughs> to our conversations. Like we're, we're super lucky to have that. Um, 
Absolutely. And then this one is from Angelique, uh, who's one of our members. Surprised this made it to film. Bravo making a point. I think, you know, uh, so this is the same producer. I think her name is Nadia, and I'm blanking on her last name, who does Below Deck Med as well. She usually does produce some really good uh, shows. Um, but yeah, I think it just needed to be seen. I think Bravo can't ignore some of the things that, that have happened in the past and with past shows. Uh, Norma, thanks again for the super chat. Laura was upset. Reluke cause she was guilty herself. It's like looking at yourself in the mirror. Absolutely. Uh, you know, also too, she just, she, from the get go seemed to have a very, um, uh, twisted view of relationships and, sexuality and you don't um, say yeah it, yeah it was um we, yeah so here we go actually can we talk about heroes for a second and pull her back up yes let's yes. talk about some some heroes like we said you know earlier you know it asia had this intuition and bailey like you said you saw it on camera i i don't think i saw it i thought i saw it but i wasn't sure so that's why i wanted to ask you but this was quick work, and this is someone who is aware. This is also someone that I didn't know how she would really be as a chief stew when she came on season one, and she had iffy moments, but I really feel like Aisha has found her footing as chief stew. What are your thoughts, guys? Um, well, thanks, thanks, Cindy, for pointing this out. You guys, thanks so much for watching. We, You guys are the best. Um, and yeah, if you guys want to tip us or contribute... All you got to do is hit the like button. You don't have to do anything else. That little like button does wonders in the YouTube algorithm and stuff. It's it, so if you could hit that, we would greatly appreciate it. Whether you're watching now or in the replay crew, yes. um, would love to see this thing go. Like I would love to have like 300 likes before this episode ends. If we have so many people watching, it would be. Let's do it guys. Let's honor. do it. Um, we appreciate you guys yeah. being here too, especially so late on the East coast. Yes. But Jason, what were you asking? Just on on Aisha and finding her footing as like chief stew. You know what I mean? I I feel like we've always loved Aisha. She's always been a fan favorite, you know? Um, And then we've watched her under Hannah and and under other people. But season one of Blow Deck Down Under, she got the chance to step into this position. And I feel like her and Jason, too, have really stepped into these, these roles that I think we've been missing since Lee and Kate Chastain. But I just wanted to get your thoughts and live chat chime on this too, because I know everyone has opinions about how people Bailey, what do you Lee think and our, yeah, what do you think a, of our teams do? Okay, on a quick lighter note with Aisha, she, her comment at the, before everything goes down when she when uh, Laura was insisting on using real limes over being more efficient with the lime juice, <laughs> she goes, "What's this chick's deal? Does she have stock in lime?" <laughs> <laughs> I I paused it and rewatched it multiple times. Yeah, I it's. <laughs> I mean, it's so funny. Like being working in the hospitality industry before too. It's like you really want to be efficient, you know, especially after. The yeah. first like two drinks, they're not going to know if you're using, you're sitting there sque- squeezing no. the lime or not. Like, do it for yourself if you want, but like, <laughs> the drinks got to get out. On a lighter note, I love her. She's funny. She's adorable. She is an incredible leader. I mean, she's proven that multiple times, but especially this last episode, um, how quick she was to react in every situation that she was in, every conversation, she asked. Laura to leave at one point when she was trying to talk to Margo one-on-one. It's just with such finesse. And um, yeah, I would be her 
I would work on her team any day. Okay. You know, something I really liked too was earlier when Laura came to her and said, Hey, you know, I'd really like a break from the nights. And basically it was like, can you do them? <laughs> the way that Asia handled her and was like, no, that's not what I've done. <laughs> like, that's insane. Uh, but I just like how matter of fact she was, how firm she was. Like, to me, it was a good leader. And she wasn't, she had to deliver a strong message, but didn't shy about it, didn't hold back. I just, I really appreciated how, um, how, wow, guys. I love you guys. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, wow. Yeah, thank you guys. We appreciate you. Elaine, thanks for, for updating us. That was way quicker than I thought. So <laughs> guys, let's go to a thousand tonight. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's you guys are raise your expectations. Thanks. We have a good wow. crowd in here tonight. I know. I should have shot higher with this group. Um <laughs> man, you guys are awesome. Thank you. Uh yeah, I think I just really respect a leader who can you know, it's not fun to deliver those kind of messages. It's not fun to be the quote unquote bad guy sometimes, but also like a, a leader who realizes sometimes like, okay, you're putting me in this position now. You know what I mean? So that's on you. And like just delivering yeah. the message. I, I just was, she impressed me. Cause at times I'm like, she's so easygoing about stuff that sounds like, go, is she a good leader? You know, I, I start to question a little bit cause she's so, this, but she's great. She's a, and this is what episode, I, hands down yeah that's uh, that and that was like the exactly what i was saying to with with asia like season one asia she had someone a, a stew in the same position as laura kind of mouth back to her and she dealt with it differently this time she nipped it in the butt like asap it's like i'm doing i'm getting this over with so we don't have this issue anymore because then it just carries on and people hold the resentment and then the, the energy changes and it's just weird also to you guys wasn't it heartbreaking when she shared something had happened to her. Yeah. And that's why she was ultra sensitive to the moment and saw that look in his eyes and immediately reacted. And was like, yes, like it was heartbreaking to hear. She had already gone through that. Totally. Which unfortunately, which is probably why she was more hyper aware of some of the behaviors leading up because she's probably, she's probably that she is that person for her friends at the club, what have you, when she's back home, because I know I am when I'm, I've been in, I can't even tell you the amount of situations that I have been in where my girlfriend's dancing on a guy and there's a look, there's a look and I can't even just, it's a, it's a loop look, whatever that look was in that photo, but it's that, a that that dark we, eyed. Yes. We're like dancing and, and you're like, we literally, and if tell me in the chat, if you know what I'm talking about, but like you go like this to your friend or like, you kind of go like this, like, okay, bye. And then you kind of, you get away, you get away and you run and you go far away and you go to the next bar or another location. In the Bailey, place. I'm so ignorant to this stuff yeah, because I don't have to deal with it. Listen. And it blows me away to hear girlfriends like you share these stories and stuff. And I'm like, what? And the fact that you guys talk about it so casually because it happens yes. all the time. I'm like, mm-hmm. how lucky am I? do not leave your drinks. Like do not even look away for a moment. And, and I'm talking specifically about the situation with Laura, with uh, Margot and Luke, but as women we're we're coached to avoid hazardous situations, be assertive, trust your instincts, communicate your boundaries, respond physically. If you have to, what's so messed up about this, all of this is Margot did. She did everything she possibly could. She was in a safe place 
in her bed. <laughs> and I, I appreciate Jason, Captain Jason saying something later too, like that's supposed to be your safe space. Like that is your bed. That's your home. And you do not cross those boundaries ever. So that was what was, she was literally life. asleep, which is ultra disgusting. Like, you can't even say that like she was not. leading him on. She was in her room sleeping no. with and, her head and body turned away. Um, like she didn't yes. want to be bothered. Like, like she like, said earlier, I want to go to bed. <laughs> 100%. And Serena, I, I was like, bless you for saying that. She said something along the lines of like, women can be blackout drunk. They can stand in a room naked. You can do anything, baby. It doesn't give anyone the excuse to do what he did or any anything else that crosses any of those boundaries. So also, yep. shout out Serena. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, seriously. Um, okay, let's go through some super chats. If I don't know if I've hit it already. Um, did we, we didn't hit this, Mary, did we? Uh, based on future episodes preview, I wish they would have gotten Margot therapy. So uh, someone else said this too in the chat. Hold on just one second. Thank you so much, Mary, for the super chat. We really appreciate you. Um, Fear061, thank you for the super chat. Laura and Margot share a room. Margot told Laura first thing, and Laura asked, did Luke have an election? Then she was sad. Luke might be in trouble, which is very, yes, very true. Um, Christopher also says, um, going back to Mary's point, the trailer for the upcoming weeks makes Margot look bad because we see her drinking, and then we see Joao come back. He's going to be our, our bosun I, ASAP. We're going to see him next episode. And he kind of gets in the middle of the whole Harry and Margot situation, which we just want them to be together. Why is that? <laughs> it's, well, why is that so hard? I don't, but uh, <laughs> I mean, you're the only one. I think <laughs> apparently there's two other people who did agree with me in the chat last week. Um, but yeah, I, this is such a heavy, serious subject. I don't want to judge anything off those previews yet because right. that that's like, this is something where you want to be rock solid. That factually there's, I mean, last night we saw, there's no denying that like gross, you know, um, this stuff, the preview stuff, it's so hard to tell. I just, especially when we start, you never know. They always, they, they drag you in, yeah. you know what I mean? And I use this comparison all the time, Bailey, I, since you're a, an avid Bravo watcher, you know, and I know, you know, sometimes I'll like talk to you about other shows, yeah. but don't you feel like sometimes like, you know, it's like they do the previews. They like give you this preview and you're expecting all of this. Like when sometimes yeah. Andy Cohen love him to death, but he promises like the best reunion you've ever seen. And it's Holy. just a drag. You're sitting there like falling asleep, you know? So we don't know if they're putting that preview right here to make us think she's going to look bad. And at the same time, I feel like uh, Bailey too, if you agree, like we got to give her a break. Yeah. I mean, 100%. she, she's not like, she's just a, a, a girl. Like she's working and on a boat and she just happened to be in this situation. She didn't ask for any of this. So like for us to have all these eyes on her now, like, she can't fuck up. Like, why? Like, what do you mean? Like, she's just like existing. She's having a, a yeah, as much of a pina colada. Everyone's yeah. allowed to be sloppy. Everyone's allowed to make out with the wrong person and do stupid shit. It's it's oh, when yeah. you go over the line and you are putting yourself on someone when that was not right. Or asked for it. That's when we're in a totally different world. And it's like, yeah, who knows? Maybe Margot does some completely stupid crap coming down the episodes. And she can, you know what I mean? 
as long as she isn't inflicting her stupid choices on someone else, then we're fine. You know what I mean? Like people, we all do dumb stuff. Thank God I grew up in a time when the smartphone didn't come out till I was like <laughs> mid adult. And I'm yeah, so yeah. glad, like, I'm so glad no, no crap is around from my high school days and my early twenties and stuff. I did a lot of dumb crap. I'm glad it's not documented, you know? So, <laughs> <Totally>. <laughs> all right. Oh, I have a question though. What is with this carafe of red wine that sits next to this sink? And is it like, is it crew wine? Like we've se- we've seen Laura go up to it, we've seen Margo go up to it. And it's like, is this like, you know, is it like a soap is- dispenser? Like, are we supposed to be washing hands with the wine? What's going yeah. on? Yeah. It How is, is this weird. supposed to be? I just I can't, know. you know, it's it's too much. Uh, I want before we bring Captain Sean on, because I don't want to make him wait too long to come on, I want to ask everyone in the live chat and Bailey, Josh, what do we have to look forward to? What well, do we think right now? Thank you, Carolyn, for the love. Carolyn's just showing us love. Right uh, now. Carolyn, Carolyn, thank you so much for the, for the super chat. Uh, what are we looking saying- forward to this with this mid-season trailer with all of this more drama coming up? And guys, right now, I, I know everyone knows this, but Below Deck for a long time has been the highest rated show on Bravo. Currently, it is still the highest rated show on wow. Bravo, even with Below deck down under being new and moving to Bravo. Um, uh, I, I do want to. I, I do want to say that the whole. Um, oh, God, it left my head. Start talking was, again, Jason. It'll come. Was to me. it the oh. wine? Oh, was I was going to say something about the oh, oh, the wine. Okay, thank you. It's connected to the wine. Some people. I was right. <laughs> it actually. I hate to admit it, but maybe. Uh, the so the wine thing actually got me thinking because the wine is very accessible to the crew, which made me think. I was reading some comments from people, some people online, who seemed to infer that this was possibly manufactured by the production crew. Oh uh, uh, yeah, that's a very cynical way of looking at this. If this was in now, do I think reality shows make? alcohol available and do i think there's some nudging from production crews to enhance some of the drama and stuff yeah absolutely like you'd be nuts like anyone who's done vanderpump rules jersey shore you're told that they are fed drinks all day long and stuff there's a lot of that to bring down inhibitions do i think the production crew uh pushed luke and laura into making these horrific choices no. And I think that's a very um, cynical view of the show and of the production crews. So anybody who's thinking that, I, if that is true, I don't want to live in that world. I pray to God that's not happening. But that we saw the production crew stepping in to save and help her. I don't think that would be the same crew that would be setting her up for something like that. So I just, I just want to say that because I don't like that vibe out there i don't like people talking like that i don't and i think that's totally unwarranted. Yeah. yeah and it almost yeah. in a way it's like so are you trying to give an out to people who did something horrible are you trying to give them an excuse why they did it like you know what i mean because if so i don't want to hear your excuse for those kind of people's actions yeah. you know yeah no 100 percent. um josh i do have to bring up two a live chat and a comment because listen guys BravoCon 2023 is coming up and uh, I do have to say they are still have not finalized all of their moderators or panelists so Brandy thank you so much for the super chat you guys are amazing I agree with Adam that you need to be on the panel for Below Deck at BravoCon I'm telling you we want to do that so that would be awesome and Greyhound Girls please if you can help us start that 
we would love you. We would love you. <laughs> that would be amazing. Um, all right, guys. Let us know if you're on the replay crew because we do have a very strong replay crew. What you guys thought about this episode. Leave your comments below. Keep it respectful. And Bailey, before we bring up Captain Sean, I'm going to let you go, but really appreciate your thoughts tonight. And thank you so much for joining us. And will you come back? Duh. I said yeah. earlier, I just need to come back on like a lighter episode. You know? Yeah, let's go, let's talk some dumb yeah. shit, Bailey, when yeah. they're doing stupid stuff. Yeah. Like, like maybe Culver and Serena are making out and we're going to talk about that. Yeah, know? yeah, yeah. <laughs> Someone's putting a cake in each other's face or something. Yeah, no. let, let's definitely. And Bailey, just thank you. Like, thanks for being a friend too, who I could immediately think of and go, who could I have a serious conversation yeah. about this with? Like, it's just, yeah, your friendship means a lot. And the fact that I can think of you at times like that, like, um, yeah, we work together, so I'm going to need you to do some extra stuff for me at work, Bailey. But uh, yeah. I'm, 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 I'm greasing you up. <laughs> right on top of that. <laughs> right on top of that, Rose. Bro, All right, guys. I, the name. I almost said Riz. I was like, that's not right. It's Rose. <laughs> it's Rose, yeah. Don't tell Rose. mom the babysitter's no, dead. Uh, <laughs> no, it's pretty awesome. Thanks for having the platform to, to talk about this. So appreciate oh, y'all. Oh, thank you. It was thank fun. Thank you, Bailey. We will see you next Captain time. Bailey. And Captain Sean, here you go. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Good evening. Good evening. Look, it's magic. We brought on Captain Sean. He has been absent for the past couple of weeks, and we've gotten a lot of questions for you, Captain Sean, but we're going to keep it pretty brief tonight because we need to pick your brain. All right. I'm just, um, I'm just throwing some of the love that Bailey's getting up there. I just yeah, man. That was it's so great for her There's to join so us. Much. Everyone was, and then everyone's also throwing out the love for Captain Sean. Oh, thank you. Here we go. Yeah. Here we go. I love right back at you. <laughs> mm. Uh Sean, I really quickly to to start us off. I I made a compliment on this yacht that uh, is being aired on Below Deck Down Under. In the sense of, you know, you've taken me on a refitted kind of yacht like this that had a different purpose before. Now it has been repurposed in a, as a in a luxury form as a as a yacht. Um, and a lot of people are not really loving this yacht. But this comment from Worth Avenue Yachts. Is this a common situation for the power to go out while they're switching generators? Yeah, so that's an old that, that's actually I'm um incognito is worth avenue yachts this evening, but the uh <laughs> yeah, so, um <laughs> yes, hundred percent. So that's that's an old she's an old gal. Uh single screw means it's only got one engine. But yeah, so the power on that boat, it probably it's not the best switching gear it's it's old school so you literally have to sometimes power the boat down so you can switch over the generators and the, and the timing was about right it was probably late at night the crew was back the guests were the guests were asleep i mean i don't know if there were no there were no guests on board it was after the charter so it was the perfect time to switch power over which is what i guess is exactly what happened 
Now everyone's saying this yacht is kind of ugly. I mean, what can I can I get your your thoughts, your complete um honest opinion on this? <laughs> on this yeah, she's she's Yeah, no. Okay, okay. Oh. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I will defend this old <laughs> Sean's used to the the best of the best. No, that's the, not true at all. Like, I think Sean said that he uh, he actually had champagne dispensers while he was working and stuff. The, the, uh, the finer things in life, caviar on the uh, the mast and stuff. Uh, uh, what kind of no, yacht? Is that? Like I read, no, Asteria, the one like Jason, the one that you and I were on in in New York. I mean, she was built in 19, 1969 and as a as a converted tug. Um, the the oldest boat I ran was built in 1911, so I don't mind the old girls. The um, I mean the boats, the um, the uh, but um, yeah, no, uh, I just it's just I just I don't I don't like the paint job on her. No, the, the a little rough, a little rough. Do you think that it would have been more? It, I, it seems like below deck down under is is. It got its its second season, and this is just me kind of speculating. You know, the the first one, the Talasa that they had last year, it was fine, but it wasn't like up to par. And I feel like they just gave them like, here, just take this. Are there not good? Uh, you know? What happened? So, so, so what happened with those boats? It was um, below deck was looking for looking for a boat that they could use in Australia for below deck down under, and there just isn't. There's just not a lot of boats down there. And there weren't a lot of boats. Well, I take that back. There, there are boats down there, but a lot of them are really expensive, and they've got a they've got a budget um, that they, they they have to pay for the boat. In the med, there's a lot more boats to choose from, which is why they could they could use boats that like they um, that they have. And the same with uh, below deck Caribbean. There's a lot more boats there. Australia, there's just not the selection. Oh, oh, that's interesting to know. Uh, Courtney had a quick question for you. Can you retrofit a ship this old to have an additional engine, or is it? Well, yeah. I, so I, I mean, you can do. You can do. Right? You want to throw enough money at it? Absolutely. But the better way to do it would be single screw boat, which means single screw means it only has one engine. But like a stereo only has one engine, but it also has a bow and a stern thruster, and subsequently, it's pretty maneuverable. So that would be the way to go. That's interesting. Uh, Josh, did you have a question? Yeah, but it'll come to me. I don't know. My mind is like all over the places. <laughs> I, listen, it it's a conversation we just had. A, B, I know. That's I, I'm so focused like, on that. Well, that I'm was, still focused on the episode. The you know, that's going well, so fast. So many people in it, and I'm trying to like pull some of the chats up and like stuff like that. So. Um. Yeah. Let, here's back to that. It's like I, I'm very I'm very fortunate. The the problem. I mean, Jason handled the the it a hundred percent. I mean, he got him off the boat right away. Just re, it, it just removed him from the situation. He's like, yeah, you're going home. The production crew. I mean, Bravo gets a lot of guff for kind of putting the crew into dangerous like appearing to put the crew into dangerous situations or because they're they're going for the drama but i'm telling you i never had a single bit of direction from any of the people um any of the producers from bravo and they and really go to great pains to um to make sure that the crew is is mentally prepared for the job 
And then there's a, there's like there's aftercare afterwards too because a lot of the times like with um like uh like some of like all the the pressure and the like the uh, the messages that people get and and the fame and they make sure that there's psychological counseling for the people that happen after the show so they do care about the people that are on the show and for them to step in like Josh said to break the fourth wall and pull that up, pull that off was 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 good that they did it they didn't like well keep the cameras rolling type of thing um they probably they pro that, that probably by the way what you saw there was probably several instances that ha- i'm just guessing now but they were, they probably took them aside like a couple of times they're like hey dude stop this and finally they just ripped them they said nah you you we're, we're cutting it and yeah, that's I, yeah. I, I really like this comment by the way from fear six one thank you for the super chat just wanted to say their yacht is ugly as hell. Captain Crunch has a better boat in his cereal box. Okay. Hey, let's Absolutely. not talk bad about Captain Crunch's boat. That's a badass boat. Uh, and then over here. Oh, sorry. Oh, whoop. Oh, there we go. Um, Mary Sue, Sheffy needs a workable galley. Captain Sean, is this another problem where we could throw money at and get her like a decent galley in that ship? She has. Yeah. About a, a square throw foot. Throw money if I get a decent boat. Don't refit. It's, it's, I mean, someone's gonna really love it. To um, no, I mean the just let it let it go. Unless you want to throw a ton of dough at it. People ask me, they're like, "Should I refit my boat and and um and and, and upgrade it?" I'd be like, "Okay, well, how much do you want to spend?" And they'd be like, "Well, I want to spend two million dollars." Be like, "Well, you need more like ten to really get the boat that you want to get." And they're like, "Well, That's- we might as well just buy a new boat." And I'm like. I mean, listen, Adam and I had a, a much nicer kitchen in our tiny, tiny apartment in New York City. Like, much nicer. <laughs> it's very interesting. Hold on. Hold very on. interesting. Jason, how, did, how did we blow over this one? Everyone wants to know, our resident Carmen San Diego, Captain Sean, where in the world are you right now? Well, I'm in a beautiful tropical setting, can't you tell? Oh, of course. <laughs> yeah, you must be very near. Uh, no, I'm still I'm still on Cape Cod. I'm not in uh, I'm not in my house. I'm in a I'm in a top secret undisclosed location. So we'll we'll leave it at that. <laughs> Why don't I believe you? It's <laughs> just kidding. It's for everyone um, else. Okay, protection. it's not. For <laughs> I gotta say, the penitentiary there is beautiful, Sean. <laughs> yeah, really. you know, I I appreciate you sharing uh, some stuff about production because I've I've been seeing a lot of that, yeah. you know, go on, especially right now because um, there is a you know former housewife, very uh, big housewife, Bethany Frankel, who is uh, attempting to unionize uh, reality TV and and kind of you know make sure that people are protected probably for certain situations and things like this but it had me thinking and i had a question for you would you ever see hope or think the the yachting industry would ever uh unionize has that ever been talked about in that in that industry it's really tough to it would be very you'd have to do it internationally now there's a lot of international rules that protect sailors globally um the and and that goes back to literally like the 1600s um and certain yeah i mean certain flag certain things you can and cannot do and there are better flags and you'll see the flags in the back of the boat little cayman islands or whatever and they ascribe to different rules but essentially there are rules that protect 
sailors and seamen um, on board on board vessels, things that you can and cannot do. Like if somebody gets hurt on board a boat, you can't just leave them and just say and fend for yourself. You, there's a, it's a it's a really old law called medicine and cure. Uh, you got to take care of the people on there. There are old seamen's homes that are around the world. One of the oldest is Queen Victoria's seamen's home, which is in London, which I've actually had had lunch in that. And there, there's places and organizations that take care of people that are in the industry. The problem with yachting is that they're generally not legit seamen. And they're not commercial sailors. Sometimes they're private. They're all over the place. They have their... They're transient. They haven't really made it made it a career. So, how do you put in protections for people coming into the industry? It's it's it, it is a it is a topic. Um, you know, I I think if you union there there's stuff. There, 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 uh, the the industry is so heavily regulated now compared to when I first when I first got in, and some of the regulations are good. Uh, some of them are a little bit are a little bit hamstringing. I I don't know what would happen if the uh, I think the threshold of entry to the industry would would be would be raised, and I don't necessarily think that's a good thing because it's much like the circus. Uh, <laughs> there's not not so much the circus that you are in, but just kind of like the the general circus. I want to run away and join the circus. Kids that don't really know what to do with their life can jump on, can take a one week course yes. and jump on a yacht and have these amazing, amazing adventures. And, and that would change if it was, if it was unionized. Well, as far I, as I mean, travel, I was, you say, mentioned I like before, the idea. Yes, sir. Oh, I was just, this is dumb. <laughs> I was just saying, I like the idea. I, I want to believe that captain Sean, part of his work and the, and the rules that you work under are from pirate tradition. <laughs> I really hope. They are. I mean, okay, that's like, I really hope you're working under pirate law. Absolutely. You know, Absolutely. Sean, you've, you've talked about before though, like, you know, if you meet the right person, they can be trained to do the job adequately. So would that take away from, from that? Would that, would having yeah. some kind of formation make, Everyone go through the same training. Everyone have well, the same. Everyone does have to go through like to get an STCW certificate. It's one week of it's, it's one week of training. But I can find someone that's outside of the industry that has the skills that I need, and then say, "Hey, go do this course. Come on board. We'll get we'll get you trained up." And I've had amazing, amazing crew uh, come out I mean, of that even, type. You talked to Jason and I for possible upcoming projects of us going through certain training so we could assist with like yeah. certain aspects and stuff, which, yeah. So if idiots like us could figure it out, if Sean thinks we can pass a course, then good Lord, what's out <laughs> on the waters? You know, <laughs> <laughs> Sean, since we've been on for an hour and it's kind of late tonight, I have one more question. So sure. I apologize. And um, no, no, no. how many crew have you ever worked with that have had the problem of having seasickness yes i'm wondering I, if it's common in the industry oh yeah it depends i've had i've had some people that just get miserable on board on board the boat uh for the most part though i don't think there was it, like it has to be really really rough before um before 
like the crew starts to starts to fade. My my theory with seasickness is yeah, there you go. My seasickness, my theory on seasickness is that um, if you have a job and you have something to do, then uh, then you, you're less prone to getting seasick. So that, <laughs> yeah. that was, but I, I've been lucky. Not hasn't hasn't been a whole lot of people. I mean, because even like cr- doing that Atlantic crossing can get kind of rough from what I've heard. But I know you've done many crossings in many different places. So I could only imagine. I mean, Jason, this is a pretty important one. Um, this is Kay. Thank you for sending this. Captain Sean, I'm sure you were listening to our conversation we were having. Yeah, I, I did. And I read, you, I, read, I read several accounts on it and then I tuned in. So, yeah, 100% how I would have handled it. I would have fired them both. In the uh, in that would just like no. <laughs> I mean, I mean, J- the same Captain, thing. Are you right along with Captain Jason? Like he handled it the exact way you would have. He handled he handled it hundred percent. Yeah, hundred percent. I've I've been very I've been really really fortunate. And and again, Jason's doesn't have any control over the hiring process. Yeah, but like I've had some amazing crews and to work work with some amazing men and women. And I'll tell you, my like the like the the men on board my on board my boat always looked after the stews at, or the or the other women that were on board the vessel, and they looked after them like big brothers. Uh, they they really really did. It was like no like none of that would would happen. You know, I, it's it's funny. It's like. The I mean I've had relations like relationships have blossomed on board on board the boat, but it would be like there's like the the kind of the drunken hookups were really more like the guys just making sure that like they were holding their hair while you know they, <laughs> you know and, and or you know they were just doing something stupid and they put them and they put them to bed. But it was uh, I've never had I've never had. Um, that type of problem i've had problems that some of my crew has been have been assaulted um off the boat by uh, by other people and those were those were some very serious situations that we had that we had to deal with um and it was uh it was really horrific i mean i mean um uh, bailey said something about like you know one of the uh like you got to be careful about getting you know, somebody slipping something into their drink. And I had a very close friend of mine. She was a chief stew. She got roofied and then was sexually assaulted um, um, in a port. So that stuff does happen. And it's, you've got to be as, as a captain, you've got to be, have the type of relationship where your crew can feel comfortable enough to come to you and talk to you if they've had those particular problems and a hundred percent know that they have that you that you as a captain have their back and will help them do make the right decisions and, and do and do the right things. And uh, Captain Sean, I'm curious. This is a great question from Sadie here. Um, I'm curious if those two can get jobs after this. I mean, let's face it. This is the biggest and maybe only show about yachting in the world and it's broadcast everywhere. How hard would it be to land a job after? Oh, uh, they're done. There, there's nobody. <laughs> I, I mean, was going to ask, I, I, isn't there kind of a, a a thing in the yachting industry, or it was, maybe not anymore, where, you know, below deck would ruin your career? Like, I know they told Sandy that. I know you got advice before going on the show, you know, briefly. Uh, how do you feel about that? 
Yeah, there was uh, – that's changed a bit. Yeah. Um, the, uh, the the show has uh, become a much more mainstream, but you still can't be – you still can't be stupid. The uh, – you know, Rachel had her episodes on, on camera, but Rachel's still an outstanding chef. And she – you know, she played to the cameras and stuff, and she had a bit of mayhem, but – She's also got a very good reputation within the industry of when she gets on board a boat, she does a great job and produces yes. a great product. And there's people on board that love having her. Uh, that they that's a real it's a real plus. She's like, Oh, you were on below deck. I mean, just the other day I was on board a boat and some people recognized me and they wanted to come up and, and hang out with me. So it's been it's really not been it hasn't been it for me. It hasn't been a negative ex- experience at all. For them it's going to be, you know, I, I yeah. It, Where do you I, go from there? You know, I was stalking actually Luke's um, social media earlier to see like what he's doing. He's did like a, he was in Iraq uh, or in Iraq. He was in Syria. He was in like traveling like the Middle East, like just kind of out in the middle of nowhere probably because that's where you need to be right now. <laughs> just, well, and, you know, Jason, we talked about how these are filmed so far ahead. Could you imagine being him knowing uh, about a year from now, shit's going to go down and the whole world's going to see me do something really dumb. Man, and then prepare you know, for that. When that episode comes on when that second episode comes on and you know, it's coming. I mean, what the hell do you do? You know what I mean? Like what? Just because, well, you know, just for anyone who doesn't know that below deck down under season two was filmed almost, I think before season one came out below deck med. We said this last week has been filmed completed wrapped since before last year's BravoCon. so they film ahead I, I blow deck is just the the content king right now yeah, yeah. the um what was i gonna say the you know like heather took a left turn on um and then was was really slammed in social media and stuff and everything and, and i don't think heather was a racist i think she was just being yeah and that was an i think it was a dumb thing for her to do uh but that's gonna follow her around forever you know and and she's got work and that was the one thing that i that i made sure that when i was on board that boat it was i tried not to do anything tried not to do anything stupid but that again those guys it is going to be Tell the internet the internet never forgets. So never forgets, and you don't want to be like, "Hey, you're that girl from below." Oh, you're that girl from below deck. You don't want to be that girl from below deck. You want to (laughs) be, oh, you're the girl from below deck. You know, the chef who's a little cray and drinks a little bit, but really makes great food. Not the girl who says things they shouldn't. A hundred percent. I've always wondered about that. Um, Ooh, this is a great question. Casey is asking, "Do you think Luke and Laura will be invited to the reunion?" And to be honest. I I don't know. Do you think they'll be invited? Yes, I think they'll be invited. I think Bravo will go. Did they show up? <laughs> hey, morons, would you like to come back and try to talk your way out of this and say even more dumb stuff? Absolutely. They are in the business of getting eyeballs, right? The and only- they know that would drive ratings. Would these morons show up? I don't know. I I think Luke uh, Luke had a lot of regret the next day. Well, Laura, I yeah, think if Luke, if Luke, Laura was so clueless. I don't even think she realized what she did. She just wrong. clued in. 
She just and, clued in on her social media. She uh, just no, saw the episode. Then, I don't think she clued like, in. I think she was just paying lip service. She was just, oh, I guess I should write this. I, I don't because <laughs> the way she just repeatedly had those conversations that episode and just didn't eat, had zero empathy. That's that's what I will say. She has zero empathy. She did not empathize with the person who was victimized, who was going through any kind of pain, didn't see that, instead made it about her. Oh, I wanted to say goodbye. I think he should have had it because I would have liked him around more. I would have taken care of him. I would have welcomed him into my bed because I'm a horny, you know, monster. It was all about her. She had zero thought about and and that was her thing. She had zero thought about um uh Adam too when she was just like didn't had no care about what he anyways, we're going back into this. With yeah, what, what he wanted or or what she no, show up? I, she might show up. So she's stupid enough. I think she might show up and great TV, right? The, the only it's, thing with Luke, yeah. the only thing with Luke, I mean, he could claim the alcoholic card and go to rehab. That's his only that's the well, only card he's got to play. Obviously, he that should. Doesn't, that doesn't, doesn't forgive him. No. Right. No, 100%. Um, guys, we have a great chat tonight. 738 in the room. Hit the like button if you haven't done so already. We really appreciate it. Guys, every Tuesday night, we are here 11 p.m. to cover Below Deck. It doesn't matter which franchise. We're always here. Anchor Watch. If we take a week off, it's just like a week. It's never too long. Um and Captain Sean, we always appreciate you ha- yeah. or having you and your insight that you can give, you know, especially being a very well-respected captain in the industry, but also uh, having been on below deck. Thank you for slumming it with us. Yeah, we appreciate always, it. <laughs> always a good time. And if you want to slum it a little bit more with me next Tuesday um, or Tuesday morning, I'm doing a live uh, webinar with myself and Bill O'Leary who's one of the funniest Aussies I know and the author of the, um, of the Southeast Asia Sea Pilot. He and I are going to be touring Thailand on Whoa. the North Avenue channel. So Very um, fun. Guys, uh, so wait, where, did, where did we find that, Sean? Just so everyone That's knows. On the, North Avenue, on the North Avenue channel. So that'll be at 9 a.m. So um, the Worth Avenue is, is linked below, but once I get the link for his, uh, yeah, Sean's too. exact uh, uh, talk we i'll go ahead and put that up as well uh okay. sean you've done a couple others on like the bahamas and and other new places england. too your new england your um knowledge of it and i got the the chance to go on a on a boat with you while you were driving through uh nantucket to martha's vineyard to cape cod it was just uh, it's amazing amazing to see your skill set in life in person so wow, and then we'll you. be, and then I'll be uh, from the September seventeenth to um, through the Monaco show. We'll be live from Monaco, live from Monaco. Love that, <laughs> love that. All right, Sean, have a good night. Thank you again for joining us. We really sincerely you, appreciate you, and I know thank you to everybody everyone here this too. Love yeah. you all. <laughs> Bye, guys. <laughs> so Lena asked, "What did you guys do with Adam, guys?" So I know we got uh, probably a lot of new viewers this week. Uh, so this is Anchor Watch. Every Tuesday night, Josh and I take over Adam's channel to recap below deck. Um, Let's be honest. One. Adam gets up so early to get ready for you guys. There's no way he could do this at this hour. Jason is being a trooper and doing this with me at this time because it's after I can put my kids down and then we do this. So thank you guys for doing this late night show with us. Um, Love it. And yeah, and thanks, of course, to Adam for trusting us 
to be honest, if you notice, there's no other people running shows on. He's very particular about, you know, his show, his channel and the quality and stuff like that. So hopefully you guys feel we're keeping up the quality of what Adam gives you guys. Uh, Absolutely. As I know, Adam, Adam, you know, Adam goes back and forth with below deck franchises and stuff, and he's very heavily invested in down under. So maybe we need to have Adam uh, we stay awake one or, night. Let's do it. Just let's give his two cents. Maybe he can get a special guest to come on with us as well. I will so. send him a Starbucks gift card and we'll, uh, maybe we can get <laughs> Adam to get a little coffee before so we can get through the night. It, was, it would be good to have him. Um, but yeah, guys, thank you guys so much. Um, thanks for the love. Thanks for the likes. Seriously, for guys. Thank you. And oh, special thanks to Bailey. How lucky were we to get Bailey um to come in here and and share this with us last minute too Uh, yeah i mean very sweet of her yeah and thank you guys this was this was a tough one um it's obviously a very uh you know it's a touchy topic but this is something we need to talk about and we need to put a light on this um for obvious a couple times we've had to talk about these these heavy topics on below deck and I'm, i'm glad we do we have a really great space you know we always think all of all of the subscribers everybody in the live chat of course our moderators even though we have such a respectful live chat whenever we go live for anchor watch we appreciate the moderators for being here um especially tonight the chat's going wild i don't even know how the moderators were keeping up thank you guys (laughs) you guys are like speed readers but yeah you guys are all wonderful thank you thanks for hitting that like button that's our tip so if you guys want to give us a a big tip for this uh charter (laughs) this episode thanks so much <sighs> what a night and we'll uh what a night seriously josh um i guess we'll we'll see each other next week absolutely right. what do they bon, have in store for us bon voyage bon voyage <laughs> <laughs> not everyone the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.